0: I'm Kimberly Amici. Welcome to the Build Your Best Family podcast. This is a practical show to help you imagine, plan, and build your best family. We believe that the secret to having a happy family is not being perfect, but having purpose. Each week, I'll be here sharing with you lessons I've learned, conversations I've had that will equip you to create new habits, challenge mindsets, and build relationships that will allow your family to thrive. Health and wellness have been a hot topic over the last few years. The conversation has shifted from how do I look good to how can I feel good, fight sickness, and live a long life so that I can enjoy my family. This week's guest is Dr. Stephen Baker. He's a chiropractor and health guide that's here to talk to us about the five things that prevent us from being healthy, plus share with us simplified steps to help us incorporate good health and wellness habits into our daily life, which ultimately impacts our children. He also shares with us about Wellness Window, a new app that provides education, guidance, and doctor-recommended strategies to heal your body. So whether you're a parent, a grandparent, or just someone looking to improve your health and well-being, this episode is for you. Join us as we explore the world of family wellness and discover new ways to care for ourselves and those we love. Let's get started. Welcome, Dr. Stephen. It is incredible to have you on the podcast today.
1: Thank you. I appreciate let me on. I appreciate the time.
0: Yeah. So, a question that we ask all of our guests is, "What is your family known for?"
1: Well, I am Gringo, if you will, and my wife is Puerto Rican, and so we call ourselves the Greekans. So, you take Gringo and then add Rican to it, you get Greekan. So, <laughs> we we're known for a few things. I mean, I have a very strong stance on vaccinations. I talk a lot about health-related stuff, but uh, I have two kids that are just a total blessing from God, and they're both blonde hair, blue-eyed, but they're fluent in Spanish. And my kids will walk up to you. I mean, they've been doing it since they were two, but they will literally shake Isaiah is seven. My my daughter Esther is five. They will shake your hand, look at you in the eye as an adult, and say, "Hi, my name's is Isaiah. Nice to meet you. How are you doing?" and so between the the strong stance with health, but it, it's real in our family, like our kids live it out. Our kids could, my son could talk to you about toxins. My kids have never been to a McDonald's, never been to anything like that. And they, they have a firm stance on that. But I guess what we're known for is just we're weird in the world <laughs> and, and to the most of the world, kids that are are actively taking greens and they eat really well and they actually eat fruits and vegetables. My son was on the Peloton this morning riding his bike. He asked me to go out and help him do a couple sets of pull-ups in the garage. Um, We're weird to most people because we're Christians and we have a strong stance on on everything that we do, I guess, is the the thing that comes across to most people.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. So if we spend time with you, can we count on a little bit of education about health, which is why I have you on today?
1: (laughs) Probably. We actually have people come and stay at our house. It's usually usually relatives, but we have an extra room in the house and people will come. My wife's uncle, for example, they gave him weeks to live. He came. And when you live in this and, and someone's not letting you slip, not letting you slide, Like you have to get healthier, right? And all the stuff that you and I are going to talk about today, we just try to implement that in our family. By no means we perfect. We like pizza. I had a Coke last week. Like it is what it is, but, but yeah, we're going to talk, we're going to talk about how to get and stay healthy for sure.
0: Yeah. All right. So you have your own podcast and part of your mission with your podcast is to educate people about health. You believe if we find ourselves in a situation where we're not healthy, it's typically because there is something that is interfering with our body's ability to heal. And I love that approach to health. That's one of the reasons why my husband and I started following you and paying attention to what you were doing. So tell us a little bit about what that means, because that's slightly different than what we are told by other people in the medical industry.
1: Well, you have an intelligence in your body that helps you heal and it runs the whole show. So if we sit back and we look at the fact that your heart's beating, your lungs are breathing, your food's going to digest. Whatever you eat today is going to turn into wasted energy without you having to say a word about it. And if you cut your finger, I don't know about you, but I don't tell it, hey, okay, there's a good job you scabbed. I don't have to walk it through how to heal. There is an inborn intelligence inside of you and mm-hmm. I that governs all that and we are created in a sense that we're on a path to be healthy be happy and be whole and the only reason why we wouldn't is if somehow that gets interfered with and so that intelligence that animates every living cell in your body it 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 never messes up right a fever is not an accident the fever is on purpose when you when you feel scared or when the hair stands up something's wrong like the, that, those things are not accidents those are on purpose that intelligence it knows what's going on. It's not educated. It's built in. And so everything stems Mm -hmm. from that fundamental understanding and certainty that my body, my kid's body, my patient's body, we can heal ourselves. We just have to remove anything that's in the way.
0: Yeah. So what are the most common things that get in the way of our body's healing itself? Can you give us a couple?
1: (laughs) Well, the world loves to create interference and interference in my, my understanding and, and what I've seen over the last 13 years of practice is interference comes in one of five ways. Number one is your mindset and your mentality and your mindset, your belief system. If you're stressed out, if it's always someone else's fault, if you truly don't think that you can be healthy, if you think you have to be on medication the rest of your life, whatever it is, your mindset is the number one most It's the most sought after by the whole world. The most expensive real estate Mm -hmm. in the whole world is right here. Not just mine, yours, everybody's, because everybody's trying to control your mind. So interference in your mind is the number one reason why you'd be sick or not get better. Number two Mm -hmm. is your nervous system. Your brain is basically where that intelligence we're talking about, that's where it's housed. And it has to go from your brain down your spinal cord and out your nerves to get to every single cell in order to animate it and tell it what to do so if, if i cut the nerve to your heart we, we know your heart's gonna die there's no way around that now the question i always ask patients is instead of cutting that nerve if i put pressure on it and i'm squeezing it literally choking out the nerve to your heart from your brain over time does your heart get healthy or sick and 99 percent of the time people mm-hmm. answer their question correctly which is your heart gets sick So understand that that's everywhere in the body. If you're listening right now and you have a digestive problem or you have an irregular cycle or you have a thyroid condition, I can guarantee you that there's pressure on irritation of the nerve that goes to that organ. Now, there may also be interference in your nutrition. That's number three. So if you eat like crap, you will feel like crap. Your body uses nutrition to create new cells. So if you eat McDonald's and Coke all the time, you get McDonald's and Coke cells. And we're designed to eat specific things. And it's not hard to figure out that an apple is more intended than a Snickers bar. So just stepping back and saying, which one was I intended to eat in the first place gives you a very easy filter to run this through. Fourth one is exercise. If you're sedentary, you are sick. There's no way around that. You need lean muscle mass. You need to be able to breathe. And in today's world... I want to be able to grab my kids and run if somebody's going to come in, into my home. I want to be able to fight for whatever I need to fight for. I want to be fit and long term, I want to be around for my family. And I'm not going to be that if I have a heart attack or from overweight. And then the fifth one is toxins. We, we live in an extremely toxic world, whether that's toxins in the atmosphere, the food that's got pesticides, and the, the meat that's full of antibiotics or whatever it is. We live in a toxic world. So we have to consistently be figuring out a way to not only avoid that in our environment, but eliminate that from our body. And those would be the five ways that I would educate people on how to get and stay mm-hmm. healthy is just understanding the fundamental concept and the, how to identify different areas in life that fall in those categories.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I want to unpack a few of these a little bit. So let's talk about mindset. I mean, I know that you know there's a, a scripture in the Bible that a lot of people know that says a merry heart does good like medicine. What are some of the lies that we believe that prevent us from from becoming healed and whole in our body sometimes?
1: Number one thing that I, I always want to start off with is the the simple statement that your your perception is your reality. Another way to say that is your, your perspective. Your perspective will either be a platform or a prison. And what I mean by that is the way that you see things, because Kim, you and I could be in the same situation. You may see it totally different than me. I see it as a horrible thing. Oh, woe is me. And you see it as this amazing opportunity to grow. It was the same situation. But there's a period of time between stimuli and reaction mm-hmm. where I get to choose how I react to that. And that's going to be governed by my perception. And the coolest thing about our perception is that, that we can change that. It takes training. It takes, it takes awareness. It takes willingness To be able to go, hmm, maybe the way that I feel right now emotionally is not real and doesn't have to be the way it is. Maybe I could change that by changing the way I see that. And for me, that's done really well Mm -hmm. by talking to my wife. I say, hey, babe, I'm really pissed about this. Can you give me a different way to look at it? Hey, this person did something. She's like, well, babe, think about this and this. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's not so bad at all. But if you don't change your mindset, then what'll happen is you get stuck in this very finite way of thinking. And if a person has a diagnosis and they have a guy in a white coat, woman, or male or woman in a white, white coat that says, you know, you have six weeks or you have to be on this drug the rest of your life. If they have been stuck and let themselves get confined in this finite thinking, they're gonna believe that. And that mm-hmm. there's a power in belief. And if we believe certain things, truly believe them to the depths of our soul, then that changes the outcome in the situation also.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. So you touched on the nervous system a little bit. And so you are a chiropractor. So tell mm-hmm. us how that kind of care really helps with the nervous system.
1: Well, your nervous system controls your entire body. That's There's no way around that. That's not a debate. That's not a, a conversation. People can say, well, yeah, but hormones play... I agree, but your brain has to tell your endocrine system how to work. So everything works in harmony together. If my my brain's not getting blood because my heart doesn't work, clearly it shows still over. But because it can be as simple as getting pressure off your nervous system, that's what removes interference. And so you have pressure in your nervous system because of one of two things. Number one, you have two vertebrae that are stuck and don't move, and that's called a subluxation. If you're not going to a chiropractor that at least uses the word or talks about that, I would argue that your chiropractor is not very sound in the belief and understanding of chiropractic care. And the second thing is anything structural. So if you've lost the curvature in your neck, you have an abnormal curve in your, in your mid-back, your, your pelvis is rotated. Structural problems put pressure in your nervous system too. And so in our office, it's pretty simple. We feel the spine with our hands, trying to figure out where is it moving properly or where is it stuck or subluxated? We would then adjust that to make it move better. And then we take x-rays so we can identify structural problems. There's a process in the office to fix those things. And then as a patient, you have at-home care with minimal equipment so you can facilitate that and overall see structural changes throughout a period of time. That way you and I can look back at your Mm x-rays and know that you've gotten better not just because you have less symptoms, you've gotten off a bunch of drugs or whatever it is, but actually see that your spine and nerve system is the healthier.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fantastic. I mean, I've been going to a chiropractor for years and the amount of things that he has adjusted and fixed and the things that I've seen just change has been amazing for me and for my kids, for sure.
1: Key word there um, is kids. And so, so you yeah. get your kids adjusted, that makes you part of what I would say is probably – one percent because truly only the statistics say that only about 10 percent of the world even goes to a chiropractor period and then you have to make that smaller Mm -hmm. if people go for vitalistic purposes like so they can heal or or whatever it is Mm -hmm. as opposed to just back pain and for the most part nobody that goes just for back pain is going to take their kids so you go for a bigger reason to back pain and you recognize that your kids future health could be better if they got adjusted. So that makes you part of a very small, yeah. small population. So I congratulate you on that.
0: Oh, oh well. Thank you. Well, I take two of my kids. My one daughter's like, Are you ever gonna take me? I'm like, if you want. But like nothing's come up with her. I did take my oldest daughter because she had renowns and mm-hmm. her hands. You know, you know what that is when your like hands yeah. turn like that waxy color. And Our guy like adjusted her arms and she didn't have any problem with it for three years. And then it came back and we went back and he adjusted her arms again. And that was the end of it where she used to get it every time she used to get out on the lacrosse field and play. We live in the Northeast and it's cold and I'd see her on the sidelines, shaking her hands, try to get them to like, you know, come back to life. Mm -hmm. And so that's something that I took her to that didn't even have to do anything with her back.
1: That's awesome.
0: We saw a big change. Yeah. And then my son wrestles and he plays soccer. So he's like, just the other day, he's like, Hey, can we just go by and see, you know, Dr. Joe? And I was like, sure.
1: It's <laughs> a whole lot better habit than, than yeah. mom. Can I am I an aspirin and Tylenol? What you're doing makes a difference down the road.
0: Yeah. Oh, for sure. Okay. So let's talk about, let's talk about family. And, you know, I know that you mentioned like your kids are on board with what you're doing. Talk to us about you know, cultivating a culture of health and wellness in our home?
1: Well, there's two time frames. And in my opinion, the easiest is to start in the very beginning, but a lot of times women and men listening to your show, they've already got a nine-year-old or a 14-year-old and mom or dad are maybe just now changing what they want to eat. They want to start changing their lifestyle and their kids grew up with McDonald's and aspirin. And so um, that that's a lot harder to to change than somebody who hasn't had any kids yet or they're pregnant or their kids are still two or three years old. The sooner you start, the better. And regardless, number one thing is you don't tell your kids what to do. You do what you want your kids to do. And so the reason why our kids are good with eating fruits and vegetables and, and taking their powdered greens every day is because we do that every single day right in front of them. And so it would be weird for them to not do that because that's the culture that we've created from the time they were born, they've never known anything, and this is a small joke, but I heard a chiropractor one time say, mm-hmm. "You know why my kid you know what you know why my kids don't like McDonald's I, and we're like, "Why?" He goes every time we drive past, I reach back and I slap them so every time they see the golden arches, they just go, no no no, no <laughs> i don't I don't want to go um we don't <laughs> hit our kids, but we, <laughs> we 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 don't hit our kids, but at the same time like we we tell them like and, and number one word you can use is toxic. Kids and adults, they all hear toxic and they, they feel like that, that, that triggers something. So my kids at this point, they go to sporting events mm-hmm. and there's the snacks afterwards. They can usually look at the back and identify toxins in the label at the age of seven and five, but they'll at least walk up and go, dad, is there anything in here that I can have that's not toxic? So you can make it simple. Toxins cause cancer and disease. Toxins are in certain things and we just stay consistent with that one word. Mm-hmm. Is that toxic? Yeah. Do you want to get sick? Right. No. Then, then I guess you wouldn't. Well, I, yeah, I guess I shouldn't eat that. Good job. Way to go. The older kids that, that are patients of mine that, you know, 13, 14, 15, it's obviously harder. At the same time, it still comes by leading by example. I think that's still the best thing. Most kids... Even if they love eating garbage, mm-hmm. but there's healthy food in the house, they're going to at some point adopt that or or eat that way. And it's okay for you to take your kids out to pizza on Friday night. It's okay for you to not put them in a prison, but at home, they shouldn't be grabbing Takis or whatever that, that MSG latent chip is. They shouldn't have a pantry full of that and a fridge full of garbage because then there is no out for them. At least at home. If they've got a sanctuary where it's all healthy food, and they choose to stop by some crap food on the way home from high school, that's still a, a percentage of their life instead of the entire thing.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a big believer too, and like, especially if you want to make a change that. You didn't start out doing from the beginning, just small, simple steps over time make a big difference. They start to snowball into this culture. They start to snowball and living this lifestyle and creating habits. And then also just, it trickles down to everyone in the family.
1: Absolutely agree.
0: Many of us have new health goals for the new year. Can you give us a few simplified steps to help us incorporate what you've been mentioning into family life?
1: Yeah one thing is like you just mentioned start small because it would be way better for you to do a little bit but you're still doing the same thing a year from now than to dive into 25 different things and then be burnt out by mid-february i would make a list one of the things that i personally am doing right now is i committed to two days a week of going to a cycling studio and so that's because there's 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 a class there, they're waiting for me. I have to get my ass out of bed to get there. Like it's, it's easier to, to, to cancel on myself than it is on something else. So I would, if you want fitness, I would involve yourself in some sort of a class, get a personal trainer, find a work, sh- like some sort of studio that you can go to and be part of a community, but also people are waiting for you. Make a list of things that you know are good for your health. I went to an infrared sauna this morning. I'm going to put that in my calendar for every other Wednesday. I'm going to hit the infrared sauna. On that same week, I'm going to schedule a massage because I know that not only is that helping my soft tissue, but it helps me relax. On the opposite weeks, I'm going to do ozone therapy here in my house, and I'm going to do either an enema or go get a a colonic because colon health is important. So you don't have to do those exact things, but I think you should make a list of four to six things that you know are good for your health. Maybe that's the chiropractic visit. Maybe that's whatever it is. And then at the beginning of the month, I'm going to literally put those into my calendar and plan a month out. And then at the beginning of the week, I look at the calendar on Sunday, because that's the first day of the week. I look at my calendar and I know what I got scheduled. But because it's there, it's not, oh, I guess I didn't do anything this week. I'm literally planning and checking off things that I know are good for my health.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the planning part is important, like being intentional, making the decisions ahead of time that this is what you're going to do. And then what does it look like to actually pursue that and be consistent?
1: There's a difference between goals and KPIs. And so what that means is your goal may be to lose 10 pounds. My goal, I turned 40 in a little less than than three months. My goal is to be 10% body fat. My goal is to run less than a seven minute mile, et cetera. So then my KPIs or my key performance indicators are the actual action steps that I would need to take in order to hit those goals? So if I want that to happen, how do I lay out the steps that it takes to be able to accomplish that final goal?
0: Yeah. You recently (laughs) launched an app called Wellness Window. Can you tell us a little bit more about it and why you created it?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So Wellness Window came about because... I'm seeing a lot of people in my office. Our volume of patients is not as high as some other chiropractors, but we see around 100 to 120 visits a day. And I want to be able to educate you on all the stuff you and I are talking about right now. I want you to be able to understand how to get your family healthy, how to eat certain ways, how to detox your body, how to work on your mindset. And there's no real way for me to be able to have direct connection with you. If you watch my videos on Instagram or I get, you know, send out an email to you, you still have to choose to open the email. You still have to sift through my videos on Instagram to find something you like, or it's censored because they don't want me to tell you certain things. So by creating an app, it's the only way that, that we can truly deliver what every person really needs, in my opinion, which is an understanding of true health and wellness and make it so that it's very convenient. It's in your phone. It's in your pocket. Plus, you get to choose the time that a short video comes out to you on a daily basis. So it's not like it pops up randomly or you missed it. You chose 7 a.m. So you can watch that video on mindset or nutrition or detox or exercise or, or the nerve system at the time that you choose. So it's convenient. It's quick. And then there's other cool features that we want to add even beyond what we already have so we can make it very functional for you to use in your everyday life and be able to get healthier and stay healthy
0: hmm Yeah. I love that because like with Instagram, it's extremely difficult to go back and watch something you missed or find something that you listened to before and you want to find again. And so I love what I love about this app because I have it on my phone is that it actually creates a library of things that you can go back to. And when you have time and you want to dig in more to a topic, you can remind yourself of what you heard and what you read and then have time to implement it. Yeah. yeah. So tell me about what... the features of the app.
1: One of the things that we want to do, I I think it'd be cool, we're gonna eventually put a bunch of content in that library. And so if you wanted to, you could go and watch five or six, but then still have them come out on a regular basis so that it consistently reminds you and, and provides an opportunity. The other feature right now is we've got over 200 recipes on there and the recipes are all very clean. So the, the baseline for recipes to be in wellness windows, there's no antibiotics, no hormones. The meat should be a high quality, like grass-fed beef, for example. And there are stuff, there is stuff in there with gluten. There is stuff in there with eggs and, and maybe some dairy, but most people that are gluten egg dairy sensitive, they know how to look for those things and, and not use that recipe. But anyway. Mm-hmm those recipes can then be used to make a meal plan and that meal plan can then be generated very with the push of a button into a, a grocery list. You go through the list and you you toggle off anything that you already have. So you have a, a, a compressed grocery list of what you truly need to make those recipes. And some people, some people can just want one recipe a week. Some people want to use it for actually meal planning every day of the week. But then what you would do is Hit, hit a button at the top corner and that that transfers it over to Instacart. And then you can actually have that grocery list, which is technically doctor approved for the foods that you chose that I put on there, able to be picked up or delivered to your home via Instacart. So we're trying to and make the, the information very convenient, digestible, and and, and, and and engaging. But then also one of the practical things is where to get the food, what kind of food it is, and how to prepare that so that, that we eliminate questions and we increase convenience.
0: Oh, mm-hmm. well, that's fantastic. Cause I know as a busy, busy mom, a busy family. If I can automate some of those steps, that's amazing. And especially knowing that if they're clean meals and I'm getting everything I need and that I don't have to do that ton of that research online sometimes when I don't have time. Cause I think what happens is is our default is to go through things that are easy, that we, you know, are most familiar with. And it's hard to make changes in our diet when that's what we default to.
1: Absolutely. And the other thing that I want to do that, so we're going to continually add new features. And one of the next things, which is really simple, but we're just going to, instead of recipes, have a big list of, of approved foods. So you could go in and be able to just choose say t- 10 or 12 foods that you want. And that's just simply how you do your grocery shopping because it's all approved food. It's all clean. You do no longer have to sift through the grocery store to find what you want, but it's ready for you when you get there. Mm-hmm. And then I just, just confirmed that I'll be flying to Maine to meet with a doctor. Her name is Christiana Northrop. She's agreed to record videos with us on Wellness Window. And then I'll be flying to Dallas, Texas to meet with a doctor named Dr. David Erb And so we're going to be adding more and more different types of physicians with their own expertise, their own videos. And so that library will just continue to grow to the point where in your app, you've got a library of all the best minds in the world when it comes to real healthcare, and you can tap into short videos and learn it at your own pace.
0: Mm -hmm. Oh, I think it's it's fantastic. I'm excited to see it grow and I'm excited to see what it has to offer.
1: For sure. Our next thing we're going to do a weight loss challenge in February and we'll be running all that through the app. And so most weight loss challenges, you have to go to a Facebook group for any support or anything. This actually has that built in with daily reminders and daily videos to keep you on track. Last year, the least the person lost was five pounds and uh, the, the person that won lost 30 pounds. And it was just, it was a really great challenge, but I'm excited that this year we get to use the features of an app to be able to make it that much more user-friendly.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's great. And I'm sure they'll be educated along the way. It's not just about those numbers on the scale, but about really getting healthy.
1: Yeah, for sure. Anybody who's a listener, if they, if they click on those links that you have, they're going to become part of what we call the Founders Club. And so there's a two-week free trial on the app. And then because they're in the Founders Club, they would only pay $6.99 a month. And that price is locked in for the life of, of them having the app. Other people will eventually be paying $10 plus. we want to make sure that we lock in a really great price for your listeners.
0: hmm Oh, that's great. And and that money spent now is going to save them so much money in the future when it comes to their, their healthcare for sure.
1: I'm making some memes and they're like a graphic where it's got the wellness window logo and then it's a short phrase. And I wanted to make it a little edgy and a little bit fun. So for example, one of them is a heart attack cost a million dollars. This app costs $6.99 a month. The, <laughs> another one is healthy food is cheaper than insulin. So I just wanted to, <laughs> I want, want to make it so that we can have a little bit of fun with health and wellness. At the same time, mm-hmm. uh, not have to sift through all the censored material to find what we really need for our family.
0: Yeah. All right, well, thank you so much for being with us today. I really enjoyed talking to you about health and wellness and your new app. And I'll make sure to link it in the show notes so our listeners can get a hold of it.
1: Yep, have a great day. See ya.
0: You can find Dr. Stephen at livingasintended.com. He's also on Instagram as Dr. Stephen Baker. You can find Wellness Window at wellnesswindow.com, and it's also available in the Apple and Android store. I'll link to all of this in the show notes. I hope you've enjoyed the show. If so, I'd like to ask a favor. Can you head over to iTunes and leave us a review? Besides sharing this podcast with your friends, leaving a review is one of the most effective ways that you can support us and help get the word out about the incredible resources we have to offer. I'm passionate about helping families thrive, and your reviews help families find us. And remember, family culture isn't about perfect, it's about purpose.